Ginger on ginger, ginger on ginger, Jacob has red hair, so does Alex. And welcome to Ginger on Ginger, the show where two redhead comedians choose a word, phrase, or concept and then talk about it through our gingery lens. I'm Jacob Godby. And I'm Alex Tate. Today's episode is brought to you by DB. DB is a Scandinavian brand that makes backpacks and bags to help people on the move stay ready for anything. From the streets to the peaks, DB's gear is travel tested by some of the world's best athletes, adventurers, and creators. Over the past decade, DB has designed and developed, released, and refined the best bags in the market. With DB's patented hookup system, you are able to attach smaller products to your backpack, roller, or tote. We are teaming up with DB to exclusively offer our listeners 10% off your next purchase by using the code POD10 or going to the link in our show notes. DB, it's time to move on. Time to get going. All right. <laughs> I, uh, they have a patented hookup system, and um, it reminded me of... I have a patented hookup system. It doesn't mean it works, but it's, <laughs> right. it's patented. I thought of the dentist system immediately when I said that. Gotcha. Because of the implication. Yeah. Um, how are you? Good. I'm still recovering. I've, we did a show. Same. We for did those our, listening. Our first show in over three years. And uh, yeah, I even took a nap yesterday for the first time in actual months. Yeah. I, we. This is like an amazing show. Um, things went wrong. We can talk about it. That's all fine. But oh, oh, things went great as well. But man, the recovery time's like two or three days now. <laughs> yep. Yeah, used to bounce back a lot more. I was telling you that too. I think it's just all of 2020. Uh, I was I was shocked, honestly, at, at my how I felt about all the attention. I used to absolutely relish in all of it, and by the end of the show and the end of the weekend, I was like, I want to be at home alone doing nothing right now. <laughs> oh yeah, I mean, completely socially wiped. Right yeah. now, like I have to go to work after this. We're recording in the morning. I, it's not gonna be good. I do, I do not want to talk to anyone. <laughs> like well, I hope anyone, it's a slow day, uh, and it should be right because I'm gonna play the theme song here. Two white dudes talking about the weather. Two white dudes <laughs> talking about the weather. Two white dudes talking about the weather. It's snowing in Bozeman. Yes, two white guys talking about the weather, but it's it does this every year. And but it, it's never like a subtle thing. There was no snow on the ground, and when I got home yesterday, it was I don't know fifty five degrees and lovely. There is now like above higher than your ankle, like like five to six inches of snow on the ground sticking. Like it's just like bow. And I was out late last night, uh, and still uh, there was no snow. It happened all from like the hours of one a.m. to six a.m. Montana loves like a good Montana's a dramatic hoe. <laughs> yeah, 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 definitely. It's just like <laughs> every year you go to bed and it's like 60 degrees out and you wake up and it's a winter wonderland. I remember that happening last year, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was like, did you like fall? That was your two weeks. Uh huh. I was thinking about that. I was doing the math in my head because it's colder in Missoula this morning than it has been. It's not snowing yet, but I was like. It's October, so we have October, November, December. Okay, we have like six months of winter, and then we have six months of spring, summer, and then six months of winter again. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, the fall doesn't really exist, but those two weeks are really lovely. They sure are. Back to the show. Uh, we It was good, right? I thought it went well. It was good. Everything I was worried about, uh, for the most part, went great. 
Uh, we had some technical difficulties that were no one's, like no one in our cast's problem. Um, like no one we brought no. <laughs> was the it issue was actual there. technical difficulties, which yeah. is like uh, a sucky feeling. You know, I I told everyone after the show as well, For just for reference, Jacob had this intro planned and it sounded so good. It yeah. sounded so good. And he did the intro in rehearsal, worked, did it again in rehearsal. Perfect. And I was like, this is going to like, what a great way to intro the show. Get out on stage. Nothing has changed. Right. I mean, am I wrong? Like no wires had been unplugged I didn't touch or plugged anything. back in. Yeah. And it doesn't work. <laughs> And I remember listening to an episode of Conan's podcast. Uh, actually, it was Inside Conan, his writer's podcast. And they talked about, they interviewed Chris Gethard and yeah. how the very first time he was on the Conan show, it was in a sketch. He was like a UCB underling they hired. And he messed up his entrance. And Conan got to like zing him and was like, let's try that again, huh? And everyone laughed. And he went and apologized to Conan later, and and Conan was like, "Hey, they were laughing, right? You're fine." And so, when the sound guy came back at intermission, he was like, "I'm so sorry, dude." And I was like, "Look, man, obviously not the ideal situation, but uh, people laughed, and so so we, we got out of it, okay." And I, you know, for better or for worse, I mean, it like kept fucking up. You kept trying to restart it, and like the voice changer would like come in and your voice would change and then it would go out or I don't know what was going on, obviously, but I'm just telling you from an outside perspective. And then in the actual intro, we have like a scripted fuck up. Yeah. And that got a big laugh. Like the scripted fuck up got a big laugh because I think that tied it all together for everyone that they thought that was on purpose the entire time. Yep. Yep. Aubrey, um, my sister, asked me after the show she was like was that all on purpose because it was real realistic and then sean was like i don't know if that was on purpose if it was bold choice if not (laughs) you played it off well uh so yeah i think that did tie it all together but i i definitely was freaking out a little bit on stage and i could feel you freaking out backstage too i wasn't i yeah i was I was just so looking forward to the intro. And then and then the only, my only fuck up was that I just completely missed the joke in the intro. Didn't say it. Didn't start it. Just glazed over it. You know what? We didn't need it either. I think uh, especially the people that have listened to this podcast already don't need us at talking about stepmoms getting stuck. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I guess. But, I, you know, I liked my garage joke and stuff like that. I completely forgot. Never came across my mind at all. Yeah. Just like we just moved on. And the show was long enough. Like. You know, not that that joke was that long, but the show was plenty long. If you want to watch the show, if you were not there or if you were there and want to relive, you know, your favorite moments or whatever, uh, improv does not live on, by the way. Uh, (laughs) It doesn't work as well the second time. Oh, no, Uh, no, not at all. It also doesn't work if you weren't there. I had a couple of my friends watch the live stream and they were like, pretty good, pretty funny. And I was like, okay, we were getting massive laughs. But (laughs) thank you anyway. Uh, but if you want to watch it, it's on the Zootown Arts YouTube page, and I will also be cutting it up over the next couple of weeks and posting some of the moments as well. I have to say, I watched some of the stream yesterday. It both looks and sounds pretty good. There's a few mess ups, again, just like technical difficulties, but I honestly am surprised by the quality of it. So Nice, nice. I did hear that you were overexposing the camera with your whiteness. Yes, yeah. <laughs> Which, you know what? <laughs> That uh, that's just par for the course. I also got to shout out Evan and Casey. Uh, Evan oh, gave yeah. the best stand up set I've seen him give. I think so far. Yeah, 
seemed to go really, really well. And then uh, Casey, just like watching some of the stream, uh, I, just watching the stream, you know, even if the show was a little looser than some of our shows in the past, we all seem to exude a sort of professionalism. You know, we're not like, like, a, like a grounded calmness that used to not exist in our performances. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, we're like adults now. I mean, even if it goes so shitty, I'll be like, well, whatever, you know? (laughs) For real. Yeah, yeah. um, I I will say I had multiple people come after after and say they were impressed with how, like, uh, comfortable Casey was on stage. Yeah. People that have been watching our shows for a while know Evan at this point, but Casey was new. And they were all like, she, like, walked up there. And was just very calm and and didn't like rush or any of her jokes or anything like that. And it was I was like, yeah, excellent. yeah, yeah. I, I I'm both Evan and Casey knocked it out of the park. I also had people coming up and and being like, one uh, several people complimented her her sense of style, her cool jackets and <laughs> yeah, uh, high high waisted jeans and things like that. But uh, yeah, other people, yeah, uh, I don't know. Yeah, it was really good. I'm proud of both of them. If and- you uh, if you watch the stream. When Jacob is sitting at the drums, there is a very shiny, very prominent bald head uh, in the there front is. row. Yeah. <laughs> and that is my father. Yep. And um, my father does not laugh. He comes to the shows, but he doesn't actually laugh. He just sits there and is grumpy. And um, Casey told a joke. I'm not going to spoil her material or anything like that. But the punchline was that she's now living out her dream of working with three 12 year old boys. And my dad laughed at that. I watched my dad laugh at that. And I was like, all right, nice. You got, you got Pete Casey. Good job. Um, yeah. Your dad had a lot of complimentary things to say after the show. I think he was impressed, uh, with some of the production increases that, that was ultimately what I came away from the show was like, is is we had some stuff like pushing us forward into the future and then some of the improv games i was like oh we are children again <laughs> yeah 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 yeah. there wasn't enough movement in our improv scenes there's a lot of standing stick straight and yeah stuff yeah like that, but. and just some of the actual games themselves you know like it's okay with me if we don't ever play the dating game again oh yeah i don't know the audience likes it a lot i guess Oh yeah, we'll do something similar in Lewistown. <laughs> but oh, yeah. also, I wanted to let you know because we warned my parents and your dad. We were like, "This is probably our filthiest show ever." I talked to my parents and sister after the show, and they were like, "That might have been the cleanest show you guys have ever done." Which I just don't know if I agree with that. At one point, I made you dig a fish out of your dick with a stick. But, but I, I think that again, that's grotesque. But it's not like grotesquely sexual and i also think we probably i think we cursed a lot less than we usually do to be like perfectly honest with you and all of our sketches you know even though urban dictionary had like gross words in it and stuff like it was like a refined way of yeah it was a refined way of presenting like charizard (laughs) the concept wasn't gross in itself so i i do think that uh i i i don't know if i agree that it was our cleanest show ever but you know there's it's it there's Things were more refined than when I used to wear a cowboy hat and slam a harmonica while talking about my wife's pussy. Yeah, 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 yeah. or have a puppet lick my asshole. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right, you ready to get into this thing? Yes, Alex. What is our word of the day? Yeah, Jacob, our word, phrase, or concept. I thought I would do a slight throwback uh, to, to one we've already done, and I don't know if we've ever done a repeat, but this one was so broad. 
that we said when we did it that we could easily do another episode on it. And maybe we could get a little more specific, but it's food. I'm hungry. <laughs> I'm hungry as well. Here's, the, <laughs> here's, here's my uh, question. And maybe we should have had Casey back on this. I am now, I need to make a sexy meal. Oh, I see yeah. what you mean. Okay. I, I need to make a sexy meal. I'm not a good cook. Um, I don't know how to do anything other than stir fry, which I don't think is sexy. Okay, first off, here's what you're going to want to do. Sexy meal. It is a well-known fact that Subway sandwiches are not as long as they say they are. Yes? Uh, correct. I believe they're 10 inches instead of 12 inches long. I believe that was the uh, Yes, or the like five and three-fourths instead of six inches. So you get a six-incher. Okay. And you put it around your penis. Yeah. And you go, what? Six inches. When in reality, maybe it's only five and a half. And five and three quarters. Yeah. And, <laughs> five and, and I, I assume, I'm assuming my wiener is the sandwich meat. Correct. Yes. Am I leaving like the exorbitant amount of lettuce that comes with it? You are everything. Everything is in the sandwich. You're, you're yeah. getting mustard and you're, you're getting black to olives. To make it and- some sort of treasure hunt to get to, the, uh, to get to my penis. Like you have oh, yeah. to sift through the five pounds of lettuce. It is both a meal and sexy. What is with all the lettuce they put on their sandwiches? Why, yeah, I, I never ask for lettuce at Subway, not because I dislike lettuce, because I'm like, even if I tell you to put like a pinch of it, you're going to fuck me up with lettuce. And it's bad lettuce. It's like the iceberg lettuce. Like, give me some arugula or something. Oh, yeah, that'd be way, way better. Yeah, iceberg something lettuce. Something that is will just... improve and contribute to the flavor of my sandwich instead of is... just adding like a bland crunch to it. Yeah, like room temperature solid water. Uh, also, BRB going to go start an indie band called Bland Crunch. Mm, okay. Um, so, uh, yeah, I, I don't know what to do. I don't, you know, and then, I, you know, like steaks or something like that. That's not, I don't find that sexy either. Okay, really. so do you want to be having sex while cooking? Because then I'm saying make a casserole. You bake something. So then you have 60 minutes to fool around while the food is cooking. And then you have a nice hot meal afterwards. Gotcha. And then it can be heavier. Because it can be heavier because you've already had sex. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I'm too old to have sex twice. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> when does that threshold? Because I, I feel like I crossed that recently too. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't, it's a recent. It's a recent thing. But like, you know, it sucks. Uh, yeah, yeah. We're too young to use Viagra, but we're too old to go twice. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You just do it once, and you you go sweet. I'm <laughs> going to bed. <laughs> And sometimes I like I get some of the jokes now and I hate to say this, but some of the jokes about dudes just falling asleep right afterwards, like I understand now. So that is like a there is a book called Why Do Men Have Nipples? Okay. Um, which is a legitimate question as well, because what is the point? Um, and it answers like medical esque questions that that everybody experiences, but they, you know, they don't know how to ask. It's like uh, a literal answer- hormone change, right? The answer to why do men have nipples is that the Y chromosome doesn't kick in till like later in the fetal development. And so actually every single person starts out as I sort of a woman, not really, but like kind of. And then the Y Y chromosome kicks in. That's why men have nipples. Just so because if you think about it, they're pointless. Um, The yes, it like it's like a chemical release. That happens in like men's brains that like put them to sleep. That doesn't seem good on, you know, like a, like an evolutionary scale. Uh, that seems like bad to have, you know, that the act of procreation causes you to, you know, uh, fall asleep and turn your back to like a predator. You know what I mean? 
Right, 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 right. Expect, yeah, I mean, you see animals bang, and it's like the quickest, most frantic thing ever, and then they're just back to surviving. Yep, yep, and we're like, you know, it's like we're lighting candles, we're cooking sexy meals, and yeah. then we're falling asleep. Uh, probably uh, one of us is disappointed. <laughs> that book also answered, how come I'm hungry after eating a bunch of rice? And, what's, uh, the, what's the answer there? The rice just swells up in your stomach, and then you digest it quickly. And mm. it, your stomach just was empty again. Mm. Okay. Uh, so food. <laughs> <laughs> These morning recordings, man. I know. So, uh, yeah, to everyone listening, we usually record in the evening, but I am going to be recording the Mrs. Ghost debut album every evening this week. So that will probably come out early 2022. But, uh, yeah, I don't have time to record in the nights. I I got today off. I took today off, which best decision I've ever made. But you did get caught. Yeah, but it's okay. <laughs> so our producer yeah. uh, of the album uh, was working on a guitar for my boss and was like, thanks for letting Jacob take a couple days off to record. And my boss was like, oh, yeah, cool. <laughs> and so then we talked and my boss was like, he's also a musician. He uh, also works weddings and and he understood he was like you're good man like it, it's a good time to do it because it's slow right now so um yeah i <laughs> i i that's you know being back in montana things like that happen yeah 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 everybody really does know everybody out here that's yep. like a stereotype that is completely true <laughs> yep yep and if you don't know them you know someone that knows them yeah yeah, yeah. you're one degree separated from every single person in the town so food <laughs> i don't know what to tell you about a sexy meal like like something you what you need to decide is if you're gonna bang before or after the food i'm inclined to say before and maybe do the oven situation because if you're gonna do it after you're gonna have to make a pretty light meal right yeah um, as casey said a couple weeks ago don't make risotto but that's what i want to make <laughs> i want to make risotto but then I would have to do it afterwards. You want to make risotto and you want to just have to go stir the rice every like 60 seconds. Instead that's of why it's spending time. A lover's meal because it takes so much effort. Mm, I uh, just no. Go easier. <laughs> go start. Like maybe that's like what you do a few weeks from now. You know what I mean? Okay. Like a. I think you start easier. Stir fry. Honestly, fine. If it's good stir fry, you're, you're going to be OK. I make it a lot. A lot, a lot. I have, Same. I can I make, make some so much. Bibimbap. Do that. Like, yeah, make make something light, and then you know, be prepared if it sucks to laugh at it and get takeout. Okay. All right. I'll I'll do my best. Have I you, uh, good. Oh no, I was just gonna ask you. Have you, um, have you been making food? <laughs> yes, I cook food often. I have an air fryer, which I really like because I work from home. So I'll just throw things in the air fryer and then start is that, it. Is that as good as everybody says it is? I mean, people are like freaking out about it. So when I first got it, I was like, this thing sucks. It does not cook my food all the way through. I hate this thing. And then one day I was rifling through like a junk drawer and I found the instruction booklet to it. And I mm. actually read the instructions and turns out it comes with a tray that I was not using that lifts the food off of the bottom of the air fryer. Oh, pan. so it cooks the bottom. So it like cooks in 360. 
So the food, yeah. So the so the heat circulates and cooks the food in 360. And since then, yes, I love it. Um, but there were a few months there where I was like, this thing is a piece of shit. How does it work? What's going on in there? I don't know. There's, so there's a burner. When you look inside of it, there's a, like a burner on the top. And then what I so what I think happens is that it, this burner is heating up, and then I think there's a mechanism inside that circulates air throughout the chamber, and that is what is frying the food is is heated air that is moving. Okay, because like frying something implies that you're adding something to it, aka like oil, right? And then you're just frying yeah. oil around it. This is just burning your food. No, it cooks it really evenly is, is the thing here. Like that's, that's the, uh, that's the, the idea anyway, is that it cooks it really, really evenly. And, and all the meat that I've cooked in it, like retains a lot of juices. Uh, I mostly cook chicken in it and I don't know, but you can like roast vegetables in it. And what about chicken parm? You just said that is chicken parm sexy. Chicken parm could be sexy. Yeah. You don't, don't overdo the cheese on it. No, 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 no. And no, no. You a classy have to, if, chicken part. If you're sex, if you want it to be sexy, you have to make the sauce. Oh, well, then that requires as much fucking time as risotto. No, it doesn't. But just get a can of like crushed tomatoes and and or, or you know like I'm just saying, don't go buy like the classico like ninety nine cent. Yeah, uh, I mean marinara sauce. If, classico if not, is not sexy. If you're not gonna make the sauce, like. At least go higher, like get a nicer sauce. Um, chicken parm could be sexy. Something with pesto, like a pesto pasta of some sort, could be sexy. It's a little lighter of a sauce. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Stay yeah, away yeah. from Alfredo. <laughs> oh God, I just I wouldn't want to be farting all over the place anyway. Right. Heavy um, whipping cream and cheese. It's it would smell bad. You could roast some Brussels sprouts. That's like the ultimate fancy food in Missoula, right? Every. I have been several nicer restaurants in Missoula, and they all have very expensive Brussels sprouts on the menu. Yeah, yeah, but they're they, you know they're like baked in butter and and have like cheese sprinkled on them and stuff like that too, right? So do that. I could. One time I had a beet salad that when I broke it down was like very basic. It was like mm -hmm. beets, some sort of dressing, which would be the hardest part, arugula, and like feta. That was it. You could do like a nice salad, like a light uh, salad of some sort to to go with the chicken parm. Yeah. That would be good. And I always wondered as a kid why – I don't maybe they didn't do this in your school. I used to get hot lunch all the time in grade school. Mm. And they always paired spaghetti and salad. And I can still taste I, – I can still experience the taste of like spaghetti sauce on my salad. And Ew. the weird textures there. Yeah, it just inevitably happened. Like they always gave you too much spaghetti and then it would leak over into your salad. I only ever got a hot lunch on pasta day. And that's because they had like the most unhealthy Alfredo pasta. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I just thought it was delicious. It was literally just the cheesiest, creamiest terrible for you pasta on the planet. hell yeah that sounds amazing <laughs> that's the only I, time i got hot lunch my senior year i they had well they had all this all throughout high school but my senior year i got wise to it they had these things called grab and go lunches which were just salads basically uh but like not good ones in just these containers and 
between puberty and eating those every day for lunch, I lost like 40 pounds <laughs> my senior year of high school. Gotcha. I was just, I was just eating salad every single day. My, my school had a uh, permanent every day. Uh, there would be Domino's pizza. Interesting. Uh, that you, it was an option all the time. If you wanted it. Huh? I, that seems bad. <laughs> yeah. That seems like a bad call. We had every day uh, as part of the a la carte menu these things called Bosco sticks. Are you familiar? No, no, I don't. I have no idea what that is. They're like mozzarella sticks on steroids. Like they are massive, probably like eight inch long. Oh bread. my god! It's like a corn dog. Yeah, like bread tubes filled with cheese, and then it would come with marinara sauce. And there were like a limited amount, and those were like the hot ticket item uh, at lunch. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. What did it? Was it like the? seniors got first dibs or something anything like that well my senior year i had i think it was my junior year and my senior year i had gym class and the boys locker room door opened directly up into the lunchroom and so what yeah what and so i literally your uh, sweaty disgusting teenage boy locker room yeah where all you did was point at each other's wieners and laugh Connected to the lunchroom. Correct. Yes. And so I got all the good stuff those two years because I would just open the door and walk out and, and we would be the first ones. So every, every single day for two years, we were the first ones to lunch. That sounds insane to me. It is weird. I mean, it's a weirdly designed to the school. Gym? It also connected to the gym. It had uh, two entrances and exits. And whoever designed it said the gym. Mm, good idea. Also, cafeteria. Yes. <laughs> Uh, yeah, yeah, exactly. But it was uh, it was great, and wow. Honestly, I I miss being excited to get food from somewhere else. You know what I mean? Like now I'm sitting here thinking about what am I gonna make myself for lunch, and knowing that I don't have any food in my apartment right now. Yeah, I have no food either. I specifically got no food. So I when I went to Missoula, you know, everything was good. But I I also specifically I got no food because I knew my parents would be buying us several meals. So Yeah, yeah, exactly. And now I am fucked. Because now right. I have to go to work and then I get off of work at seven and I still have no food. All right, yeah. Well you need to eat something before you go to work. Yeah, but yeah. We're we're gonna have to make Ed literally might eat a box of mac and cheese at eleven o'clock in the morning because that's all I have. That sounds delicious. Are you kidding me? <laughs> That's what I was looking at. And I was like, uh, I can make mac and cheese if or I had protein that, powder. That fucking Velveeta cheese, mac and cheese right now. I would fuck that up. Really, dude? Uh, I, I had that as a kid. I cannot do that shit anymore. Here's the thing. Kraft, if I like need to go about my day and still do stuff afterwards. Oh. Velveeta, if hey, I am not Annie's leaving my nothing. house. No, Annie's white cheddar gave me diarrhea in Austin one time. No, my no. You have a weak, uh, you have weak DNA. Then my friends were like, "Hey, come meet us at this bar where we're uh, we are playing pool." And I was like, "Okay, cool. I'll be there in a little bit." And I wolfed down Annie's, and like right as I was walking out the door, I was like, right, "Give me twenty minutes." <laughs> I I have been at a bar before, like trying to force myself to have a good time while just uh, like battling a fart that ruined my entire night. Like it was so bad that I got like stomach cramps. <laughs> just you know? step outside the bar, fart and go back in. No, I needed to like, I, I had like, once I got home, I had to get into like the fart position oh. <laughs> and like rumble it out. But literally, yeah. I mean like my entire life improved just after one fart. And I was like, did that fart ruin my whole night? 
that is how I feel when I miss a poop. I can miss one day of regular pooping and then it throws me off entirely. But then, but yeah, I mean, if I don't go a day with pooping, it's fine. But the, the second day, it's like, uh, my body's like, you will poop when I tell you to. Like, I yes. will, like, shut everything down. <laughs> yes, yes, exactly. Like, my brain is foggier and, like... Yeah, I could be talking to the president and my body's like, we're pooping now. And I'd be like, excuse me, Mr. President, goodbye. Yeah. And be like, you know what, Alex, you do that. You go poop, okay? And you like my Biden? <laughs> uh, that was pretty bad. I know. <laughs> yeah. I, uh, let's talk about the limited food options at the bowling alley after the show on Saturday. <laughs> yeah. What? This is the, the, this is like my first, that was about the first thing of the employment shortage, employment crisis. That has like really affected know. you. Yeah. That is really fucking sucked. <laughs> yeah. So like this bowling alley is, is lit. There's like a lot of people there. Almost every lane is being used and the snack bar closed at 7 PM. So I had to get cash. Because the debit card reader was not connected to the cell mobile network. That was what it said on the. Uh, mm. And so I had to get cash and just buy little bags of chips for everybody. <laughs> yeah. After we fingered bowling balls that definitely had COVID in it, then we would reach our hands into communal bags of chips. Yeah. Yeah. It, uh, after performing a show without masks on. So we did we did really well. I think we all the goodwill we built up over the last year and a half we wasted on Saturday. I was telling my friend, I was like, I'm, I'm pretty tired, you know, but I'm I'm pretty used to not sleeping. And they were like, uh, you just did a huge show and traveled. Uh, you're going to get sick. And I was like, don't say that. Yeah, it's possible. Yeah, that's uh that is, but I've been fooled too. Like all summer long, while I was DJing and stuff, I would, you know, get like five or six hours of sleep a night, if that. And then Monday I would feel sick, and then all I needed was like a good night's sleep, and I was fine. <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. I don't know right. about you, but when I miss sleep, like my temperature rises, my body feels a little hotter. Mm. I've been feeling really cold while I sleep recently, even with the heat on. And I think it's like a lack of. I kind of want a weighted blanket. Are you anemic? No. Okay. Get a weighted blanket. They're wonderful. They just seem kind of nice. I think it would just solve all of your troubles. <laughs> Do you, uh, like when you go to the dentist and they x-ray your teeth and they put that lead vest on you, isn't that the best? Yeah. My dad got a weighted blanket for Christmas last year and we just took turns passing it around and like feeling good. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They're fucking expensive though. Oh yeah. Yeah, they are. And especially like adult size ones. Cause, because we had to, when I worked at the, at the preschool, we had to get weighted blankets for a few of the kids and it's not too bad to get like a child size one. And then right. you look at adult size prices and you're like, Oh, okay. Oh, 150 bucks. And I was like, Oh shit. My big splurge on myself is going to be a massage at the end of the month. This is this month is just absolutely stacked with shit, and I have yeah, you zero and, plans in November except a massage. You and me both. I had the show this weekend. I'm doing a 77 mile bike tour around the Bridger Mountains. Oh, we'll fun! Give you a recap of that next episode. Y'all can look forward to that. I'm sure it'll be a fucking disaster. Did not know you were doing that. To be honest. Um. And then the week after we're doing another show. <laughs> Can I tell you what I immediately thought after the show this Saturday that we did? Yeah. My first thought was, hey, that went pretty well. And my second thought was, oh, I have to do that again in two weeks. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, good Lord. It, with with microphones in our hands to way more people. 
Yeah, yeah, to yeah, the, to, yeah, it'll be fun. It'll be <laughs> something else. I'll be honest with you. This is this is just some insight. Every time we do a Lewistown show, I say to myself, "This is gonna suck," but just black out for an hour, and you'll get through it. And then it has never sucked, not once. Yeah. No, they're, so they're, I don't know why I say that to myself every time. I'm like, quite, we go there, and I'm like, these people aren't gonna get it. They're they're rural folk, good folk of the earth. They're not gonna get it. They get all of it. They laugh at it. They give us a really warm reception every single time. So I should stop on, thinking that way. Yeah, and on the contrary, uh, I hear you. I do. I understand that, and definitely have worried about that in the past. But I think that our sense of humor skews closer to folks in rural Montana than if we got dropped into the middle of yeah Portland. Portland. Yeah. And did our show that we did this weekend. I think that it would be more well received here in Montana. Not that yeah, we yeah, yeah. are pushing any like boundaries that shouldn't be pushed or anything, but uh, me and Jacob are those classic comedians. Like, Oh, why can't I joke about that? No, we're not. <laughs> it's a joke. Yeah, no, no. It's a, okay. Thank God. That yeah. was a joke. It's, I'm not racist, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, so my mom didn't send me any police blotters this week. Do you want to do some misconnections? Yeah. <laughs> okay. I don't know where that came from. Misconnections, misconnections, misconnections from Craigslist. Misconnections, misconnections, misconnections from Craigslist. This is the longest song that we've done so far on the podcast. This one, uh, I, I found some, so I'll start. This one is creepy. This is called School Drop-Off. <laughs> oh, oh no. Oh, no. Somebody flagged this. I see you at the drop-off when I drive the kids to school. I can tell you are a busy mom who could use a morning escape. You give me a look that says you want to have a secret to keep. We won't disrupt our lives. It's okay to have just one secret. Oh, gross. Not the way you thought it was going, but still gross. But just as gross as I thought it it was going to be. We did have one scene where you were like a child coming over for Halloween or whatever. And you ended up in a hole in my basement and that whole scene, I was like, what the fuck are we doing? That was the very first one. Wasn't it? That was the very first scene of the show. Yeah. I said, this scene has something to do with Halloween. And I was like getting ready for a party and you were like, Hey, my parents said I shouldn't come get candy from you. And I was like, come on. (laughs) Why'd you make me a sex offender? (laughs) Uh, Okay. That was your fault, by the way. It was, yeah, sorry. <laughs> I just I walked you right into it. Um, all right, this one is called uh, River Rock Blue Dodge. River Rock is a neighborhood. I drive past you sometimes. You live on the east side of River Rock. You are so sexy. Oh, that's spelled wrong. Black hair, patite, <laughs> and tats. I want to play adult games with you. Oh, Please no. contact me if you see this. I don't know what adult games is like Grand Theft Auto. I was just going to say that. Yeah. Like Halo. uh, (laughs) Leisure suit, Larry. This one's called uh, this. This is not interesting. Um, I'll read it first and then I'll read you the title. Any chill bros want to have some beers and play bingo tonight? But the title is called a Manhattan bingo. There's a tiny, tiny town close to Bozeman called Manhattan. And um, I just think a Manhattan bingo sounds like a cocktail. Yeah, yeah, or something that could be in Urban Dictionary. Yeah, Come, uh, give, hit me with the definition of Manhattan bingo on Urban Dictionary. The definition of Manhattan bingo is is when you 
do five very New York things in a row in one night. And what those New York things are, I don't know. <laughs> gotcha. So you, uh, you, you puke in the subway. You. Oh, I was going to say you just witness somebody pissing in the subway. Okay, piss in the subway. You see like a drug deal go down. You pay way too much for a cocktail. You uh, get evicted, and then you go have um, pizza and text your friends about how good your pizza is that's a manhattan bingo <laughs> okay there you go all right there's also a free space and the free space is pissing anywhere in the city <laughs> okay blonde <laughs> punk rock mom at big dipper you were at big dipper tonight about 8 30 ish with your two kiddos one teen boy and a girl you had a band shirt on as did your son a pierced nose and no ring on your finger late 30s early 40s I was getting milkshakes with my dad. <laughs> oh. I was wearing a black slash red plaid flannel, jeans, and hiking boots. We exchanged a couple nice glances at each other. Either way, you are very cute, and I'd love to get ice cream with you sometime. Were you three on bikes and a skateboard? Uh, oh. I don't understand these, like, we shared glances. Uh, yeah, that just where, happens. When yeah, you live bitch, in a society. Where the fuck am I supposed to look? Yeah. <laughs> You live in a society, you look at people, and sometimes they make eye contact with you. Um, so, uh, I don't know if there's uh, just low sex drive in Bozeman, but uh, the Bozeman misconnections are bad. So, I just clicked on Wyoming. Wyoming is so unpopulated that Wyoming's Craigslist is just grouped into a state. It's wyoming.craigslist.org? Yes, that is actually it. It's all of Wyoming. <laughs> Um, and I clicked on misconnections and the second one with no location, some of these have locations around Wyoming. This has no location. So how the hell are we supposed to figure this out? It just says mother's milk. No. And then, then it just, <laughs> then it says mother is your baby not drinking all its milk. The milkman is here spelled as in what your ears do. The milkman is here to help. Nope. I'm out. <laughs> this one is called Psychedelic Dancer, parentheses, in the middle of Orange Street. Oh. <laughs> Thank you for the 3 a.m. performance. It was both hauntingly beautiful and completely surreal. I hope you got home okay. <laughs> okay. And there's another quick one. We seen each other walking through Walmart. You walked past me, P-A-S-S-E-D, Looking into my eyes, we both smiled. You're Latino looking and very breathtaking beautiful. Oh, God. What is with the spelling errors today? This I want to say again, that I'm your gonna... was Y-O-U-R as well, not of course. Uh, you uh, are. Yeah, we, I should have assumed that. This one, again, I'm just going to read it because it's not interesting. The interesting part is the title. It just says, would like some help with some stress relief. So uh, they just want a hand job or whatever. The title, no context. It just says, Duck Swamp. <laughs> what it says is ducks a... duck swamp in warland wyoming which i've been to warland wyoming and it's a terrible place but, maybe they uh, want a handy at the duck swamp i don't know what the hell that means yeah i have a poem alex this is called haze h-a-z-e haze again and it's another day children with sticks balls bouncing in this other world no, dancing no. and you aim for the sky lost Again. <laughs> what? The, the poems are great. Yeah. Uh, we should make a book of like misconnection poems. Yeah. And this just one slap says, our names on it and profit. This is in Cheyenne, Wyoming. 
capital of Wyoming. Mm. I'm a bigger guy and I love to eat some female tacos. <laughs> there was a woman who used to have the best tacos. If oh you're that God. woman, please email me. Okay. All right. I, I'm a bigger guy and I want to eat some pussy. Help a dude out. <laughs> yeah. You'll have a much better chance if you stop referring to them as tacos yeah literally just say i will chow you down until you come you sit yeah. on my face until you get what you need okay i have my last one it's called some advice okay and uh it's at uh, it says for all you freaking f-k-i-n pukes from california spelled like in the spongebob meme way great yeah uh where you know one letter is capitalized and the next is lowercase and etc yeah yeah uh, oh yeah Bullet number one, change your plate so we don't exactly know where you pukes moved from. Bullet two, don't drive like an asshole. Slow the fuck, F-U-K, down and smell the roses. Number three, teach your entitled little punk-ass bitch, one word, kids to chill. <laughs> Four, you came here so accepted our way of life or faced the consequences of not. Five. We don't give a shit about your fake tits. We look at them and think, float the river. What? <laughs> <laughs> nah, okay. Six, makeup a half thick is disgusting. I assume they mean half inch thick. Oh, and yeah. God. Seven, oh, yeah, get off the fucking phone when you drive. So, Californians, if you're listening, uh, we don't give a shit about your fake tits. <laughs> uh, that, that person needs a little bit of help. Just to round it out, this will be my last one as well, just because it's short and sweet. And these are the thinly veiled excuses I like. Uh, from Cheyenne, Wyoming, the title is Protein. And it says, who has the best protein drink in town? Okay. <laughs> and that protein drink would be referring to uh, semen, yes? That would be jizz, yeah. Okay, I have to tell you something. And this I should save this for the after dark, but... I was perusing the interweb yeah. recently and I saw an ad to increase the volume of semen. <laughs> oh, I've, yeah, I was, no one's needs that. Who has yeah, ever wanted I know. that? <laughs> I was like, increase. So there's more. <laughs> Awful. Yeah. No, thank you. Um, if you want to go watch Gingers on Ice, head to the Zootown Arts YouTube page. And yeah, I mean, if you want to, the one we're doing in Lewistown on the 23rd is a fundraiser and tickets are like $150 or something like that. So uh, if you want to come to that, go ahead. <laughs> go ahead, but like no pressure. Yeah, no pressure on that one. I had a few Lewistown friends text me and I was like, y'all, uh, I don't you know, I'll, sne come. I'll sneak you in the back door or yeah, something. Yeah. 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 Um, but yeah, no, it was good to be on stage again and, and look out for some, some video footage, uh, here in the next couple weeks. All right, buddy. Okay. Goodbye. Bye. Ginger on Ginger is brought to you by a goofy movie three. Alex and I are going to write it and we're going to make Disney make it. So go see it when it comes out. 